Welcome to yet another episode of Shortcast Over Coffee. This episode is not quite a shortcast as we are joined by internet sensation Ricky Pond, more popularly known as the Dancing Dad. In this episode we are going to go through Ricky's early education, career, his love for dance and many many other things. So without much delay let's jump right into the conversation. This is also the very first video episode of this podcast. Let's get into it. Okay. Awesome. Hi Ricky, thank you for being a guest on my podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh everyone knows you as the dancing dad, um but when we spoke to prep for the interview, uh you mentioned that you you worked 10 hour days. Uh people would love to know more about that side of you. Uh what do you do? Um you know, I'm a graphic designer. Uh so I do that like 10 hours a day. Um, I've been doing that for the, you know, 20 plus years. Uh, so it's, it's kind of, you know, I, I knew I always kind of wanted to do something in the arts and, and, uh, you know, I thought I was going to be a, a cartoonist one day for Disney or something like that, but, uh, you know, life kind of took a different turn and I ended up in graphics, uh, and doing design work. So, um, yeah. that's what I've been doing. Did you, do you go to college for, uh, graphic design, visual arts? I did. Yeah, I uh went to uh a design school in Los Angeles, Pasadena area. Um Art Center College of Design uh where <clears throat> you know, I got my bachelor's of fine arts um there. Um and I uh, graduated in 2000 and been doing design ever since. Oh, nice. Um and you're based out of Washington state in the US. Uh yeah. Uh, were you born and raised in Washington state? No, I grew up in, uh, I was born and raised in Utah. Um, and so, uh, my wife's from Washington state. So, uh, we moved here to be closer to her family. Uh, Seattle was kind of an artsy place. Uh, when I, Hippie. but when I, <laughs> but when I graduated the dot-com bubble kind of burst. And so it was kind of, uh, you know, I was competing for jobs against people with, uh, you know, 15, 20 years experience on me. And so it was really hard for a new guy to kind of break into that market or that area when you're, when you are competing for jobs with, with guys that had way more experience than you. Yeah. I have something with Utah. I think all of my three guests, past three guests have had some connection with Utah. And it was like, when I reached out to them, I had no idea. So I, I, Yeah, I interviewed Dr. Telly Whitney. Uh, she's a computer scientist and she went to college in Utah. And okay. then there was another professor who 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 went to grad school in Utah. So I don't know I don't know what what's it to do with Utah. <laughs> so um, great state, great state. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, one of my guests was actually uh, telling me how uh, the people are really lovely. Uh, yeah, and but Obviously, there is a lot of, um, uh, you know, religion and all that. But I think the, the people are people are lovely. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed growing up in Utah. It's a lot of fun. But uh, Washington kind of reminds me a lot of where I grew up. So uh, it's it was a nice transition of where I live now to where I grew up. So. But you're not ma- based out of Metropolis, Seattle, right? Uh... No, no, we're we're probably about two and a half hours, you know, away from seattle so we're kind of more on the the eastern side of the state uh more the desert side (laughs) right yeah it's actually fascinating how contrast uh, how contrasting washington is uh even oregon right i mean the coastal side is also green and then the other side is all farmlands and pretty much pretty much desert exactly yeah 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 um tell me more about your family i think everyone knows by now but uh just well, for my you know, listeners. You know, I have four kids, uh, uh, two of which uh, have just gotten married in the past, you know, past year. Um, and so we, our family's kind of grown by two, <laughs> um, a son-in-law and a daughter-in-law. And uh, I, my son, Dallin, who they see dance in our, my dances quite a bit. Uh, and then I've got a younger daughter, and my wife, of course, my wife, uh, she works in the school district, um, works with, uh, you know, kids that, that have a hard time 
coping or you just, you know, having just a bad day, you know, she'll kind of take them and, and just, you know, give them some space away from everybody else and let them cool down that type of thing. Just try to help them cope. Okay. Awesome. So Dylan is, is the kid who got you to TikTok? Was, was he the one who pushed you to make an account? Well, you know, Dallin and Audrey, my oldest daughter. Oh, sorry, Dallin. Dallin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The two of them, it was during COVID. Um, everybody was locked down. They were home from school. Um, you know, I was still going to work every day, <laughs> but they were home every day. They watched all the the Netflix they could stand and and all the, the TV that they could get a hold of. And they were just bored one day. And, you know, I guess it was the time when kids were really putting a lot of their parents on social media and basically just making fun of their parents because either they didn't have any rhythm or they were just, you know, making fun of their parents because they're old. Right. And um, so they came up, my wife and I were just watching a show and they came upstairs and said, Hey dad, you know, let's go down and do a TikTok video. And I'm like, no, you know, because I said, that's just that app's a waste of time. What are you doing on that? It's just stupid. You guys spend way too much time on there. And they're like, oh, you know, and they got frustrated. They left because I just turned them down. You were just being dad. (laughs) I was just being the dad. Yeah. A half hour later, they and I was busy. You know, I was watching a movie with my wife. Right. And uh, so they come back about half hour later and the movie had just finished. And they're like, come on, dad, let's go do a TikTok dance. And I'm like, no. And they're like, and Dallin, that's when Dallin goes, but dad, you got to, because I made you an account. So you got to post something. I'm like, what? Um, so I said, okay, let's go. And so we went down and we did our first dance and I kind of got, remember, I got do, you, do you remember what it was? It was, um, uh, sort of renegade. I think it was when, when it was kind of, you know, a thing. Mm-hmm. And I was horrible at it because it was, it was the TikTok type dancing where it's just your hand. You're just dancing with your arms. And I looked at him. I'm like, that's not dancing. Right. And so the next dance, I, I picked it and I said, let's do that one. Right. And they're like, okay. And so we did that. And I just kind of got hooked. Right. I, I danced. I grew up clogging. Um, and uh, I started dancing when I was eight years old and danced all the way through high school and was on a college dance team. And so it was just something that I loved to do. I enjoyed doing. I always thought one day I would open up a studio and teach. Um, I did that for a couple of years, not my own studio, but taught in somebody else's studio and had, uh, you know, some classes. Um, and it just, you know, work got in the way, family, kids, their, you know, their interests got in the way. And so I kind of put dancing on hold and, social media, TikTok, Instagram, they were kind of, it was kind of that, that avenue for me to get back into something I really enjoyed and something that I'd missed for a long, long time. So clogging is, is a kind of dance that uses a lot of your uh, foot movements. Is that, is that right? Correct. Yeah. It's, it's like, a ta- it's like a tap dance. It's a, uh, it was originated back in the Appalachians. Um, so it was more like, they kind of did a lot of stomping and a lot of, you know, it was a lot of footwork kind of stuff, but uh, clogging nowadays has got a lot of tap in it, but it's, it's different from tap because tap, you use a lot of the balls of your feet and you're just shuffling where clogging you're, you're more flat footed, you're using more heel. Um, but uh, there's a lot of uh, cross between the two, but uh, yeah, clogging, you have a pair of shoes with taps on them make a lot of noise and it's a lot of fun it's not the wooden shoes oh okay <laughs> so it was your mom who who registered you to this class she did yeah you know my my sisters uh were going to this dance studio and they started uh this they started a new uh class clogging and uh, it was just the dance teacher's younger sister and her nephew that were their first group Student. of kids, the two kids that they taught clogging first, right? And so it was a dance recital. We all kind of went to support our our sisters that were dancing. And I saw it 
and I was like, Hey, I want to try that. Right. So my mom signed me up for it and the rest was history. You know, I started when I was eight and clogged all the way through high school and into college. So. And, and between your start of employment and um, let's say TikTok, uh, it, it completely took a back step. Like how was that? You just never danced at all? Um, you know, well, as far as me, like when I was working, like I would go to work, come home and then just do the dad thing, you know, run kids to soccer practice or do all of that stuff. And, and, you know, now I go, I go to work, I come home and I learn a dance. Um, the kids that played sports are all married and, um, or they're, they grew out of the sport and they no, no longer more, play no the more sport. soccer dad. From no more soccer dad, dad. from I'm soccer dad a, to dance dad yeah that's nice right dallin's more of the uh the the drama you know he he likes doing the school musicals and the school plays and things like that so we we go and support him when he's got his shows and and those type of things but uh yeah we're not it, we miss the we miss the sports we miss going to the games we miss you know rooting and cheering them on and and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, our life just kind of changed and, and did something different. So hence it, it opened up some time because of COVID, of course, it opened up time because at that point, everybody's schedule was free, you know, um, they, they weren't doing any after school activities. So it kind of recalibrated us a little bit as a family and helped us prioritize things a little bit differently. And then we kind of got back into uh, once, once, life started happening again it just we just continued to to make videos hmm. this is a bit of a digression but now a lot of companies are asking their employees to come back to work um, do you go into work and do you prefer this over over the covid remote work scenario um i never i never stopped going to work i went to work every day um so oh. the whole through the whole pandemic and everything i went to work every day i i went in to work 10 hours a day and then came home because I work in the um, uh, I work for a fruit company. So um, we were in the, you know, the essential, <laughs> you know, shipping <laughs> fruit and food and stuff like that. So we basically worked. We didn't work from home. We worked in the office. And uh, so my life, I didn't feel like my life changed other than when I was at work, I had to wear a mask. And when I wasn't, I didn't. So um, those were just kind of the things that it was weird because my family was going through this. Their life was completely turned upside down. Their, their, their routines were different. They didn't go to school anymore. They were stuck at home all the time. I would go to work. I would come home and they would be home all day. Right. So they had all this time to do whatever they wanted to during the day. And they would just basically by the second or third week of being home, they were just bored to death. And they were just like, I, you know, we've got to do something. And that's when they started bugging me about doing dances. Okay. You mentioned you started with uh, Renegades. Yeah. Uh, what got into Bollywood? I think you saw it coming, right? Right before I asked this question. Um, yeah. You know, uh, that was just kind of uh, somebody requested. It was a, it was a dance that started about teach me how to Dougie. It was this teach me how to Dougie dance that went into this kind of Indian song. Um, and so somebody requested, hey, do this one, right? They sent us the video, they tagged us in it. They said, Ricky, try this one. And so we're like, okay. So Dallin and I went out and we did it. We did horribly. I mean, I thought I did terrible, right? And people were just like, oh, that was awesome. Now try this one, right? And so that's kind of where it took off. It just sort of went from we we tried this one dance and then people were like, now try this one, now try this one. And so we just started taking requests from people. We started doing these dances and eventually and these were somebody- just, And these were just friends in and around? They or- were people that were following us, right? They were, they were just our followers, not friends. We had no idea who they were from anybody, right? Um, but we were just, uh, uh, they were following us and we were asking people that were following us to kind of, give us some requests on what they wanted to see, what we should do next. And they did, they started giving us these requests and, and a bunch of them started giving us these Indian dances after we had done that one that was kind of a teach me how to Dougie deal. Um, and then it just kind of turned into, Hey, you know, 
TikTok is banned in India and we have to share these things on other social media platforms. You really need to look into something else so that people in India can see these dances. And so that's when Reels was kind of becoming a thing. And I looked at Dal and I said, what is Reels and what do we do? Right. And he's like, well, I think it's like TikTok. And I'm like, well, go figure it out. And so he came back and he's like, dad, it's just like TikTok. He's basically do a dance or you record something and you post it. And so we started recording dances and posting them or, or doing our TikTok and then posting it as a reel. Um, and it just, it just took off. I mean, we went from basically no followers to 250,000 followers in less than like three weeks or something like that. So it was just insane. And we were just like, Whoa, what's going on here. Right. And we, but uh, it, it was a lot of fun. We, we just really enjoyed uh, every, you know, and, and again, it was just once we got going, people were like, hey, do this one, do this one. You know, we had people from India contacting us and saying, basically, hey, this is what's trending here. You should try it, you know. So we're like, okay, let's try it. Um, so it was pretty cool. But till that point, you had no exposure to Bollywood uh, music. Uh, did you have Indian no, friends growing up? Because Utah, uh, middle of nowhere in Washington, probably not. No, I, I didn't have any Indian friends. Of course, I knew what Bollywood was because there were there were little parts in movies every once in a while that they would reference Bollywood or there would be a, some kind of a Bollywood dance. I remember, I think our a drill team or something did some Bollywood-esque type dance when they were doing just for fun because it was something different. Um, but we would, but I, I really didn't have a lot of exposure to Bollywood. So um I, I thought the dances, I thought the songs were fun. I thought they, they were energetic. They were, you know, and that's kind of what I've always looked for. If music, if I can get into the music, if I can dance to the beat, if I can feel it, then I can dance to it. I don't have to understand what the lyrics are saying. I don't have to understand what's going on. If I can, you know, get it. I mean, to be honest with you, the, my, my first impression of Bollywood, when I, when I first started, it was like, why are they dancing so off beat? Right. Because, you know, in America, we we hit the hard beats and we dance to the hard beats on on music. Right. Um, where there is a lot of layers in Indian music. And, and I had to really learn to listen for that. But there's a lot of layers in there. And there is a dance beat in that music. And that's what they're dancing to. But it doesn't always follow the really hard kind of beat to that music. But there is there is a method to that madness, right? When, but when I when I saw it, when I was a kid, I just remember thinking, there's totally offbeat. They have no rhythm. What are they doing, right? Um, but I've since, I mean, I've really come to a, uh, appreciate it and enjoy it because of the complexity of their music. Yeah, with a background in clogging, was it really hard to pick up Bollywood songs? Uh, no, actually, it wasn't. And I think I think a lot of my upbringing in clogging and, and footwork and dancing, um, people are like super surprised, like, how can you do that? And I'm just like, I just do like it, it doesn't it's not that to me, it, has, it hasn't been so difficult, because if I can get the beat and I understand where they're hitting those beats, I can I can figure it out. And a lot of it I'm watching you know, we'll, we'll pull up the Bollywood song, um, the video or whatever it might be. And we watch, okay, let's find the 30 second clip where we can actually see them dance and figure that out. And then that's what we'll do. Or, you know, we'll find somebody else that is doing the dance on reels and we'll learn it from them. Right. Um, so you know, we, we've learned a lot of dances by just watching other people do the dances. Um, and, uh, people are amazed. Like, I can't believe you're, you're right with the lyrics. You're doing exactly what they're doing. And I'm like, well, I just learned it that way to that part of the song to I'm just doing what somebody else is doing. Right. So um, that's to me, it, to me, it's not as amazing, but you know, I, I don't, you know, but to a lot of uh, people in India, it is. It's kind of you know, like it's kind of it's kind of cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, ha having explored different types of dance, uh, do you think learning one can help the other, or 
because in music um it's it's quite different like if you are trained in one kind of music it may be difficult to pick up something because something else um but with dance do you think it's easier to what is your take on it well you know i think that um yes and no i think i like to learn different dances because it just challenges me and move body movement right there's there is there's steps in the indian dances that are very difficult for me just cuz my body doesn't move that way or you know i have to retrain my body to do a certain thing right um when i do kind of an african style dance they're very fluid in what they do but it but i feel very awkward in in those movements sometimes because um i'm not used to it i don't know how to do it so it's a challenge it, it kind of puts me into that position of okay i got to feel the music and i've got to you know i've got to just vibe with it so there there's a lot of it where i try to do the best i can with that step but a lot of it is me i just do me with an attempt at that step right and so there's probably a lot of my body movement and rhythm to those steps but it's it's an attempt <laughs> to try to do that step right, right? I mean I am no dancer and I don't know much about dance but I think from from noticing your way of dancing and from your videos I think a lot of what you do is very authentic like you said um uh, there is a bit of clogging and you're not completely imitating what what the dance uh, or the what what the dancer has done in the video you you sort of bring your own touch or your own niche to it uh, I think that's that's probably what makes you so popular I kind of have to, right? Uh my kids are always telling me, "Dad, you're just you overdo it," right? Like you're you're too much. You you bring too much. To, I'm like, I can't do it any other way. That's just the way I, you know, it's like I learned to dance a certain way and it's not just with arms, it's with the whole body and not just, you know, just sort of half in it and just kind of vibe in. A lot of it is like when I learned to dance in the 80s and 90s and we like you know in the 80s we danced and it was full body stuff and it was you know uh it wasn't just this you know grooving and vibing thing right um and so i do you know i bring a lot more to um i feel like i try to just put myself into it but i try to do the dance steps as closely as i can but there's times where i'm like okay well it feels more natural for me to do it this way then it does to try to be more rigid with it or something like that so i just you know definitely there's i do the dance but with a twist of me <laughs> yeah and i think because a lot of these dancing is not classical um it it's it's highly unlikely that you will get any haters like oh you messed this up because this is such a classical form and so on um growing up uh did you party a lot were you center of attraction at 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 a bar or something you know i we when as a like teenager and stuff like that uh we would go to some dance clubs every once in a while my best friend and i and we would dance and things uh, you know go there but uh a lot of it was just church youth dances and school dances and you know i grew up in an area where we had we had school dances after almost every football game uh home games and things like that. So there were a lot of dances and opportunities to to just kind of dance without going out and partying and getting crazy or whatever like that, but uh but no, we had a lot of fun. Um you know, it's funny that you say something about the traditional dances, right? Um I did have people some sometimes I make things up because there I can't find a dance to a certain song. So I'll just make it up myself because I'll be like, you know, okay, well I've learned a few Indian moves so I'll just kind of put it here and there right and I did this one dance and people were all over me because they're like that was a sad song and you made it not sad you know and I'm just like well it made me want I mean that's how I made me feel right it's like cuz it was groovy it wasn't sad to me it was good you know but yeah there if I don't get it right that's the thing is with Indian um I've I've really come to know that they're they're dance steps and their music tell a story and they they kind of really go with the music um and in america we really don't do that a lot of times we just sort of 
if the step goes with the, the beat and the sound, we'll do it. It doesn't necessarily, sometimes it will, sometimes it'll be interpretive, but most of the time it's just, you know, it's just a dance step. Yeah, what I think is it's probably because of the the in, little bit of infiltration of classical music into Indian movie or Bollywood as well. Because Indian classical dance is very lyrical. So uh, someone sings a song and then the expressions are sort of matching what the lyric, lyric says. So I think that's that's where it comes from. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's 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 been a lot of fun. You know, I mean, we just uh, we we just do it to have fun. And our intention is was to never like, you know, people are always like, hey, why don't you wear, you know, more clothes traditional indian clothes and and i didn't want to i mean i wasn't trying to make fun of the the tradition or and people started sending me clothes here wear this wear this you know and and i'm like uh okay you know they sent it to me i guess i better wear it um but uh you know we never wanted to like go into where we were gonna offend somebody or make it about a culture thing we were just having fun learning the dances and you know trying well, attempting right attempting other people's style of dance yeah to your point of how uh you danced in a certain way and the song meant something else one of my friends uh had loved the song and then um she wanted it in her marriage video uh in her wedding video and <laughs> she put she put uh she put that song but then it turned out that it's a, it's a very sad song but she loved the song <laughs> so she put it anyway so right. yeah right. <laughs> so that can happen um yep so 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 you put you put your dance on on tiktok and instagram when did you i mean you said you went to 250000 in like 3 weeks uh did life change at all uh from fans not for me. yeah not for me here in the states no not at all i mean i most most people had no idea i was even on social media at that point right um it was just kind of it happened so fast um mo most of my followers were from india um on instagram uh you know tiktok was is mostly the states um and you know a few other countries that that started following me there as well but um yeah here i just I was a graphic designer, a dad went to work, came home, you know, did my dances, posted them. Nobody, I mean, we've gotten recognized like two or three times basically outside of the, you know, just outside doing our day-to-day -day stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing's really changed really. But, but there must be someone who was scrolling one fine day and then you pop up. And then when they look at the likes, it's like 1 million or whatever. So nothing <laughs> that's not... Yeah, you know, I mean, well, every once in a while, like at work, somebody would say something, but it was more in like a jokingly, jokingly way, right? Ha oh, ha, I saw you on my For You page, or I, you know, I saw this or that, or, hey, you've got a lot of followers, you know, or I didn't know you were famous, and I'm like, I'm not, you know, so it's just kind of, it was just sort of this jokingly, ha ha ha, you know, good job, you know, how, how did that happen? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, so um but i i think it, it helps being i guess more more known or more famous outside of the country <laughs> um yeah but i you know i think people keep telling me if i went to india that i wouldn't be able to walk around people would know who i was and i kind of have a hard time believing that i would love to just go and just see what happens but uh do you plan uh, to eventually we would like to get there yeah eventually Okay. Uh, how did your wife, uh, I mean, kids were loving it, I'm pretty sure, but was your wife like, oh my God, not again, uh, not another dance video, come on. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. And, um, she she knows that I like it and she just sort of, she just sort of tolerates it um, as long as I don't make her do very many. Um, I actually had her do a dance today and so we're posting that one and she's like, don't, you know, I don't like to do these, right? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Um, so, uh, she, she, as long as she doesn't have to get involved, she's fine with it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so how long do you take to learn a dance? I mean, you come back from work and it's 
instant? You just pick it up and you post it on the very same day? Uh, it takes probably anywhere between 35 or 30 minutes to an hour um, to learn the dance. But a lot of times it's finding the dance. Um, I've got to f- scroll through and go, oh, that one looks fun. Let's do that one. You should then hire just, a team for that. And then I watch it over and over and over again. And I learn it, uh, the dance steps. And then I just keep practicing it. And then I start recording. And I probably do it about 20 times until I like the one, like it. And then we post it that night. So um, I just try to do it. I tried to do it within an hour um, because I've got other things I have to do too, right? I can't just spend my whole day doing TikToks after I get home. My wife, she'd probably shoot me. Yeah. What What is the one video that you got the most responses for? Oh, dear. Um, so many. Um, yeah, that might be a tough, tough one to the, pick. The most recent one, I mean, the biggest one we've ever had on TikTok is, was a, a, a Beyonce one my son and I did. And I think that one's been the biggest one that we've ever done on TikTok, like 50 some odd million uh, views. And then um, Instagram, I think we have, we have some in the maybe 20 million views. Um, but, uh, some of them are Indian, some of them aren't. Um, so it just kind of depends really. Um, one right now that's sort of taken off is an Indian from, uh, where is it from? Oh, I can't remember the, the state that it's from. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, right now it's got almost, uh, you know, 9 million or maybe over 9 million right now. And it's just, it just seems like people are showing it like crazy on their stories right now so um that's kind of how i can tell something kind of resonated with people all of a sudden they start saying hey somebody shared this on their story somebody shared this on their story so yeah it's kind of cool do you do you still um how do i put it uh realize the trends and try to make videos based off of trends or you just do it for fun um i've always just sort of done it for fun um people will request songs um and we'll do them not knowing if they're trend or not i mean if it's like i said if it's a fun song and it's catchy and i like it i'll do it um whether it's trending or not or you know i i'm to be honest i don't know what's trending half the time right um i'm just this old guy on social media just you know, doing dances. I don't spend a lot of time to figure out what's trending, what's not. Um, I did have some, I did have a couple people uh, in India every once in a while that would send me, hey, this is trending now. And so you should do this one. And so, you know, we would, we would try that dance or something like that. But, uh, and we still get that every once in a while. People will just post, like, they'll send it to us and say, hey, this is trending right now. You should do it. Okay. Yeah. And, and you, sometimes post uh, videos of bloopers. I think that's a lot of fun as well. Yeah, we don't save a lot of those. So every once in a while when there is a, we, we accidentally do save one, I figured, hey, you know what, people, that's the thing that I really appreciate, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of dancers that I follow that, that I watch them and I just assume that they get everything right the first time and they just put the song on, they do it and then it's perfect, right? And then you see the, then they post a blooper and you're like oh good they're just like me right they they do mess up you know they're not robots they they don't do it perfect every time and and i think sometimes maybe people think that about me but that's so far from the truth anybody who's ever done a collaboration with me or anybody who's ever done anything with me realizes that oh dude this guy will do it a hundred times if i have to to make sure that that you know, I feel good about it. I don't want to post something that I don't like. Um, but every once in a while, there is a blooper that we cannot not save because it's just too funny. Yeah. Have you been getting a lot of requests for collaborations? I saw a few. Um, we do every once in a while. Yeah. The hardest part is, though, is a lot of them aren't local. They're not, not close. And so it's not like we can just, you know, get together and, and do something. But uh, we've done i've done some virtual collaborations um, with people 
and uh you know and then some people that are local that we can get together a lot lot easier and, and do something but uh no i love doing collabs it's it's a lot you know it gets my kids they don't have to do it and then they can you know because they're getting busier down's getting older he's got a job now he's working so um he's he doesn't have as much time as he used to yeah i mean seattle is not far and there are a lot of dancers there so i'm pretty sure people would love to drive down yeah yeah definitely yeah having watched quite a bit of bollywood dance videos um who are your favorites you know i get that question a lot um and you would think by now i would have a good answer um but i don't i mean that um there are so many awesome uh dancers and it's like every every time i see them and part of it is because i really have a hard time my brain isn't trained to remember their names um and they're they're a little different for me to remember um but uh i think it's is it what's his is rosen hard Hardrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does he do? Madhuri Rithik. Well, Ma- Madhuri um, is she's awesome, and to be honest, she's probably we're probably about the same age, <laughs> you know. So, so it kind of is is nice knowing you know that she can still dance, and she's really good. You know, I would Excuse love, me. I would love. to to actually we did a collaboration at one point um where um you know I called and I was on the phone with her and and like her her uh I would say her handlers I don't know her her agents um got on the phone first and it was like okay so don't be nervous and I'm like okay cuz <laughs> honestly I had no idea who she was right <laughs> and they're like I mean it's like me talk it would be like me talking to michael jackson right and and i would be like i would be like michael jackson's coming on i'd be like freaking out right and they're like don't be nervous and i'm like okay and so she gets on and i'm like okay i said so tell me a little bit about yourself what do you do <laughs> and she was probably like going this guy has no idea right <laughs> but it was cool so we sat there and talked for like 10 minutes and just had this conversation that i think in a way i think maybe she thought it was kind of cool because i really didn't know who she was and she's like oh this is refreshing you know i can have a conversation with this guy and he's not like having this crazy reaction you know um and then we got up and she taught me a dance and we did this thing and and we kind of danced together virtually but it was um it would be awesome to actually you know have her meet personally and have her teach me something and do something together but uh that was cool that was cool yeah i think people who are really really famous would love to talk to someone who does not know them because it's so refreshing right they are so used to fans sort of throbbing them all the time well see that would be the case honestly they would probably um i don't know they're probably more apt to you know just no people than than I am right if i went to india and somebody you know somebody showed me around and they took me to this place and it had all these famous people in it i would have no clue like who was who and what i'd be just like hey <laughs> what's going on <laughs> you know so uh uh i don't know it it's it was but it was cool because she was awesome she was so sweet um just the the nicest lady um and i and i I would assume that that's the way she is with everybody but I don't know right but um it's just kind of we had a great it was a great conversation and it was a great uh, experience Okay and so, and so... then I learned afterwards how big she was Oh okay yeah yeah she's pretty <laughs> big I think uh from from the early 90s Yeah yeah, yeah she's this I think everyone names her when when someone asks who is your favorite dancer Madhuri is sort of the number one in their list Yeah. Well there's a there's the guy that did um what did he do? Was it South Indian? Is it Hardik is it Hardik Rosen? Is it Hardik Rosen or something? I you know that uh, name doesn't ring a bell or, to me. Um uh, I'm probably saying it wrong. Um name some name some I think he's there are lots of names. Uh, uh there's 
there's Vijay in the south, there is Allu Arjun and all those guys in 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 the south, and then there is Shahid Kapoor who's a, who's a good dancer. I think <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, Rithik Roshan is good. At, there is that um, was the one right there. Yeah, yeah, Rithik Roshan. Yeah, he's he's pretty famous. He's well known for his dance. Yeah, and then there is Tiger Shroff. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I've heard of them. Yeah, I. That's the thing is like I I can sort of see their names in my head, but I just don't know how to pronounce them. Cannot. Uh, yeah, cannot register, right? You know. It yeah, can be hard. It, it's like okay, I'm saying that completely wrong, and I know it, but hopefully they'll kind of understand what I'm saying. I'm sorry if I offended anybody. <laughs> I think people are going to be fine. I mean, you have done nothing but spread uh, positivity on the internet, so it's all it's all fine. Um, yeah. Uh, any any social media advice for people who want to be an influencer? I know you you are someone who just did not do this to be an influencer, but this is an age when people want to be an influencer. They want to get popular and whatnot. Um, but I think one of yeah. the things that you say is that be authentic and be sort of true to yourself and do it for fun. I think that's something that I got from our conversation. But if you were to... If you were to say something to people who, let's say they got freedom or let's say, sorry, not freedom, but let's say they got fame uh, too fast. Um, what do you think they should do to be grounded? I think one of the things that helped you was you were here in the US. But um, any any thoughts on that? Um. Well, like, I think just repeating everything that you said, do something that you enjoy. Um, don't try to be somebody you're not. Uh, don't do things just to get followers. Um, because to be honest, you'll probably attract the wrong people. Um, don't try so hard. You know, if you're if you're doing something that you love, um, there's going to be people out there that love it because of the authentic, how authentic it is for you, right? Um I think people are really easily, they can pick those, they can pick when you're faking it. They can pick when you're not being really true to you. Um, and I think that's where people get into, they, they get in, they get themselves into trouble by trying too hard. And then they get down on themselves when it doesn't blow up. Right. I post things and I forget about it and I go to the next thing, you know, um, I like to, you know, I, I try and I've been really bad lately of, of trying to reply to everybody um, in my comments. Um, my goal at first was to the first 100 people that commented on my video, I was going to reply to them. And I did that for a long time. Um, and then it got crazy and I tried to do it as much as I could. And then, you know, I, I it got to the point where I couldn't. Um, but uh I still do. I still get on. I read a lot of the comments. Um, and uh, my my advice would to just ignore the negative comments. Who cares? Right. If you love it and you enjoy what you do, who cares what other people think? Yeah, there is this concept called the death of the author. I don't know who uh, uh, initially, you know, sort of coined the term, but like death of the author basically means that you just author a book and then just let it out and forget about it. Yeah. And that honestly, that's a lot of times that's what I do. I do a dance, I post it, and then we're on to the next. And so I try to, I, consistency, I think is the biggest key. People, they, and I don't think you have to post, you know, I post once a day. That That's all I do. I post one dance every day and that's it. I don't have time to post six things. I have time I don't have time for that, right? I, I work 10 hours a day and I have a family. Um, so my goal is just to post once a day. And if I'm consistent with that, I feel like consistency is key. Um, I post the exact same time every day. And so people are expecting my reel to be posted that same time. And they expect it to pop up sometime during this time and this time. And if it doesn't, they're like, oh, we missed your reel. Yes. You know, so it's kind of like people are expecting it. Um, so just be consistent. And I think if you're consistent, you're going to you're going to grow. 
don't expect it to grow like super fast. You might get lucky and and hit a video that just blows up. And you know, I've had videos that have blown up and I've got a lot of followers from it. And then the next few weeks I get a lot of people that unfollow, right? Because you don't hit you don't hit a viral video every time you post. Um and so people get bored with you or they feel like oh maybe I that guy wasn't as cool as I thought he was or or whatever but you know it's an up and down thing and if you worry too much about the likes the follows the comments then you're not going to go anywhere so do something that you love do you follow analytics um, not the likes and the comments but just the sheer numbers um because uh, that can no. also not at all <laughs> not at all <laughs> which can also mean that you're not too worried about if if the number sort of plateaus or if the fame goes down you're still the same old guy you know working 9 of uh, 8 to 5 or whatever and then still doing your graphic design and whatnot right yeah you know if if something happened and this turned into something great but i don't expect it to because you know i turned 50 this year and you know it's kind of like i feel like my life has been sort of <laughs> it is what it is but you know if it turns into something else great if it doesn't uh, i'm having fun and that's kind of what it's all about at this point um i'm having a lot of fun if opportunity comes i'm going to take it um but if it doesn't then you know i enjoyed myself i did something that i had fun with and that i it, you know that I have a passion for so can't get any worse yeah keeping life simple exactly yeah do you want to do something with the fame that you got uh, this is a question a lot of people ask uh, influencers is that hey you have this really good privilege that you can influence a lot of people uh, do you ever plan on using this for something else uh, something else that you really care about in this world let's say i don't know climate change or or something of that sort uh, or it's okay if you have not put thought into it that's fine well but, uh, to be to be honest um i keep politics out of it um and i and i just keep my personal my personal life or belief out of it and the simple fact that i'm on here to entertain have fun dance and if i feel like just like anybody you throw out some opinion you're going to alienate 50% of the people that are following you right now and you're going to either lose them or they you know i don't know it's just a weird it's a weird time that we live in right now and 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 you know back when i was growing up you could disagree with somebody but still be friends <laughs> and it's kind of in a weird world right now where if you disagree then you just can't have any association which is just crazy to me right um but uh i just kind of keep that out there's a lot of people that have said that in comments of hey man you've got you've got this platform you should use it for this and i'm like well my platform is this this is what my platform is you know I, and that's i i don't want to jump out into that realm because it changes it changes what my brand is once you jump out into those realms right um i do have strong beliefs and i do have strong stances on things but uh it's not for my social media fantastic um maybe this is a good place to end the podcast as well uh, i want to know what have has been some of the most amazing things fans have done for you which made you go wow wow people love me so much <laughs> um you know stay i've had people send me clothing traditional clothing i've had them uh uh you know reach out in in dms and just just kind of express how much they you know my our dances have kind of uplifted their mood or changed the way you know they they woke up and they were just feeling down and they turned on it was the first thing they saw and it just you know made them really excited or whatever for the day and 
And those are the things that are honestly, those are the things that make it well worth it, right? It's not, it's not the, you know, it's not the thousand views or, you know, or uh, millions of views. It's the, hey, you know what? It touched somebody's life today. It made them feel a little bit better. And that's really what it's all about. You know, there's just too many, there's too many things going on that is just negative out there that it's kind of fun to just do stuff that makes people feel good. Other than your love for uh, dancing, does this expression of love from your fans also push you just that little bit more to to post? Sure, sure. yeah. You know, I, I feel the pressure at times that I, you know, like I have nothing to post. And, you know, I, I try to post by 8 p.m. every night. And um, because I get home at five and I get home and it takes an hour to learn. And then I post about eight o'clock. And sometimes, you know, I get home and I just don't feel like just jumping right onto a dance. And then all of a sudden it's six thirty, seven o'clock. And I'm like, Oh, I don't have a dance. What am I going to do? You know? And I'm starting to feel the pressure. Like I've got to post, I got to post something. Right. Even though I've got like hundreds of drafts in my phone, and there's been like this last week, it's been crazy. Kids just started school again. So life has been just crazy. And so I've posted a lot of drafts, things, bloopers, things that have been on my reels for uh, in my drafts forever, just because I had to, haven't had the time to really learn something new because I've been preoccupied with other things. Um, so uh, I do feel the pressure um, to post, um, but it's a good pressure. That's awesome. Well, Ricky, thank you so much for joining my podcast. I think you spread a lot of positivity. Um, I think you're a dancing dad and also a smiling dad. So keep smiling <laughs> and spreading positivity. Uh, keep entertaining all of us, uh, all your fans. Uh, they're, they're just loving what you do and I hope you continue doing so. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. It was a, it was a pleasure. Um, go follow me, um, ricky.pond on Instagram, Ricky Pond on TikTok. And I don't know, I think it's the real Ricky Pond or something on YouTube. The link's in my bio somewhere. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you should you should have your uh, kids if they're around, just come say hi. Oh, I don't know where Dellen is. I, he's not he, down here. I would have him come say hi. Um, but okay. uh, sorry, I, I told him, I said, hey, are you going to hang around so you can pop in here? And he's like, oh, I don't know. You know, he's a teenager. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> awesome, Ricky. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have a great evening. You too. All right.